This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back once again to this episode of The Drop Podcast. We knew when the Blues went to Toronto, it was going to be a fun game. So many players are from that area, such as Jordan Bennington, and this would be the first time Bennington would be able to play in the city that he grew up in. He used to watch the Leafs as a kid, was a huge fan of theirs, and always dreamed of playing for the Leafs. But I'm sure he's very happy that his dream came true to play in the NHL and to be with the Blues. Both of these teams have high expectations going into this season. The Blues, of course, the Stanley Cup champions. They want to repeat. They want to stay strong. They want to build on last year's effort. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, they think they've got a good chance of getting to the Stanley Cup. And so does a lot of the media. I would say the Leafs are probably the darling of the media. Don't know if it's deserved quite yet. They've got great players. Nylander, Matthews, Marner, Anderson and goal. Uh, Jake Muzzin on defense, just a lot of great players. I have a feeling if they don't make it to the Stanley Cup or at least get close this year, the fans in Toronto are going to revolt. And I would say that Mike Babcock will most likely lose his job at that point. A lot of people say he's not going to, but I think he will if the Leafs don't at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, if not the Stanley Cup. They had the long, long contract negotiations. With Nylander a couple years ago. It took till December to sign him. They signed Austin Matthews to a long contract. And then they had Marner this year wanting to be the highest paid player in the NHL with $12, $13 million a year. You guys know how I feel about that. I didn't agree with that. I think he's more of a $9.5 to $10.5 million guy, but that's just my opinion. Is he a great player? Yes. But you can't let a guy who was fourth on your team in quality scoring chances last year, be the highest paid player on your team. There's got to be some kind of balance there. They got him signed at a number that was less than Marner wanted, but it was comfortable enough for him to sign the contract. The first period of this game would be back and forth. The Blues really were outshot. They were outshot 15-7, to but the Blues had a couple good opportunities, and the opportunities that the Leafs had Jordan Bennington stood strong. Going into the second period, it started out very similar to the first period. Both teams having a couple chances, both goalies playing well, but Oscar Sundquist would come in on the point with a shot that you would think Anderson would make the save, but he didn't. Eight minutes, 30 seconds into the second period, Oscar Sundquist gets his first goal of the season and gives the Blues a one to nothing lead. And the puck off the board. He's in Spezza. Kept it alive, now the Blues get it, and here's Barbashev for Sunquist in the clear, has some room, he scores! Sunquist with his first of the year, and the Blues take a 1-0 lead. We've seen it all game long, the passes from the D zone through the middle of the ice, well executed pass, much to the chagrin of Mike Babcock, the head coach of Toronto, and Oscar Sunquist lets this one rip. 
just find its way between the side of the body of Anderson. He uses his body, protects the puck, makes the play out of the zone, and right on the tape to Sunquist, who doesn't hesitate. Did that glance off the stick of the defenseman, Barry? It looked like it just slightly changed directions right there, or it was just knuckling. It's very nice to see Sunquist continue his success from last year. He definitely had a breakout year last year. I think he could be even better this year. And that shot, it just looked like Anderson didn't pick it up. That happens sometimes. Sometimes you have bad nights and you're struggling to see the puck. Anderson didn't do this all game, but this just looked like he didn't see it very well. And Sunquist puts the Blues up one to nothing. That goal, of course, was Oscar's first of the year. Barbashev with that great pass from the neutral zone to Sunquist gets an assist. And guess what? Jordan Bennington gets an assist his first of the year. Eight minutes, 30 seconds in, the Blues are up one to nothing. But everyone knows the talent that Toronto has. I talked about it at the beginning of the podcast. You knew eventually they were going to get on the scoreboard, and they did put one past Jordan Bennington around three minutes after Sunquist gave the Blues the lead. Tyler Bozak has played 594 games as a Maple Leaf in nine years. Says he'll have dinner tomorrow night with his old goalie. Oh, what a stop! Post to post again, lose in front. No chance to The Blues' fourth line scored to give St. Louis a 1 0 lead. Now it's the Leafs' turns. Here's Jason Spetz who's going to chip this into the zone. Now everybody get after it. Patan's first. A misplay behind the net by Gunnarsson, but that's because of Patan's pressure. Spetz keeps his puck alive, and the goat is there. Gunnarsson has the puck behind the net, tries to pass it behind him. It ends up on Jason Spetz's stick. He passes it. Jordan Bennington makes a great save, just an awesome save. The puck ends up in the air, and it's swatted in the goal. We're tied at one apiece. That goal by Gautier would be a second of the season. Spetz, who was key to that play, keeping the puck moving, he got the puck into the zone initially and just worked hard, and it's his hard work that really made this goal happen. Spezza gets his first assist. Baton gets his first assist. 11 minutes, 34 seconds in. We're tied at one. Toronto would get their next goal very quickly, just 24 seconds later, by William Nylander to give them a very quick 2-1 to one lead. One roll, everybody knows it. Here's a chance of Scores! What a goal! William Nylander! 24 seconds apart. Just some great passing by the Leafs all the way from their defensive end through the neutral zone. Nylander ends up getting the puck right in front of Bennington. There's not a lot Bennington could do on that one. And the Leafs take a quick 2-1 lead. The Blues really needed to stop Toronto at the blue line on this one. They made it pretty easy for them to come in. And that's one of the reasons this goal happened. 
That goal by Nylander to be a second of the season. That great pass from Cody Cece gets his second assist. Johnson gets his first assist. 11 minutes, 58 seconds into the second. You know what would have happened last year, guys, if the Blues would have had a one nothing lead and then allowed two quick goals? Well, at the first part of the season, they would have just fallen apart and the game probably would have ended up 5-1, to 6-1. to one. They really didn't do that in the second half of the season, and they're really playing strong so far in this third game of the season. They're not letting things get them down when they fall behind. They still have confidence, and that confidence showed late in the second period. Just 48 seconds left. Braden Shin knots this one up at two apiece. Dunn reads, keeps it in, in front now for Schwartz, wide open. And a shot on goal, and what a save by Anderson. Schwartz had all kinds of time. Now Schwartz again. Trying to go back in front. Now to Shen. He scores! Shen ties it with 47 left of the period. Well, they started the second period off really, really strong. Had some great shifts. Lost a little momentum with those two quick goals in 24 seconds by Gauthier and Nylander. But that's the way to bounce back. And Schwartz had a golden opportunity just prior to that as Tarasenko sets up shot behind the net. The pass actually glanced off the stick of Morgan Riley. And both forwards got caught looking the other way. And Shen read that puck. That's a real sharp play by Shen. Saw it glancing off the stick, darted into the opening. Schwartz was key in this play. It made the initial shot. Anderson made the save. Tarasenko gets the puck. He's looking to pass. Passes it to Schwartz. Schwartz tries to get it to Shen. It hits off a Toronto player. Fumbles around in the ice, gets straight to Shin, and Shin puts it past Anderson, and we're knotted up at two apiece. What a timely goal by Braden Shin. It's so nice to have him in the fold with a new contract. He gets his second goal of the year. Schwartz gets his second assist. Tarasenko gets his second assist. 19 minutes, 12 seconds into the second period. The Blues leave that period knotted at two. Lots of shots on goal on that second period. 15 for the Blues. 11 for Toronto. Both teams had ups and downs. Both teams made great plays. And both goalies are playing very strong because either team could have a couple goal lead at this time. I think you're going to see a lot of the same in the third period that we've seen in the first two periods. And that's exactly what happened. However, the Blues would benefit from some great passing. Alex Petrangelo gives the Blues the lead with his second goal of the year, 7 minutes, 51 seconds in. And around to O'Reilly. Trying to get away from Tavares. Now for Blake. Blake turns. Centering feet block. Right to Perron. Gets a pick from Blake. In front, Petrangelo shoots. He scores! The captain and the Blues have taken a 3 2 lead. Great patience with the puck. Not giving it up. Holding on to it. And even though that was along the goal line, that is amazing that Petrangelo found that angle. David Perron. As a right-hand shot going on that side of the ice, sees the ice. It looked like he was going back to the point. Instead, he went directly across to the net. There's Perron with the puck, and he finds the defenseman, Petrangelo. The goaltender's got to go a long way there on a couple of shuffle drills right there, and he can't do it. He's on one knee, has no power whatsoever, can't push off with his right leg, and in that sharp angle, Alex Petrangelo finds a way. Some great work behind the net by O'Reilly, cycling the puck around. It ends up on Alex Petrangelo's stick, and Anderson can't slide over and stop it. The Blues are up 3-2. to two. That goal by Petrangelo will be a second of the year. Perron gets a second assist. Blake gets his second assist, 7 minutes, 51 seconds in. 
Great to see the Blues have the lead. But Toronto did put some pressure on Jordan Bennington late in the third period, but he stood strong to preserve the win. His pass blocked. And the leads to center ice. And McHale, he comes in short-handed. In front. And what a save by Bennington. What his right pad on McHale. That was definitely one of Jordan Bennington's best save of the night, and it preserves the Blues' win at 3-2. Let's go ahead and head to the stats of the game, the tell of the tape. The Maple Leafs outshot the Blues 34-30. Face-off circle battle was even 50% to 50%. The Blues were 0-3 on the power play. The Leafs were 0-2. The Blues out-hit the Leafs 26-15. The Blues outblocked the Leafs 18 to 19, and giveaways were tied at 15 apiece. Let's head to the post-game interviews, where we're going to hear from Alex Petrangelo, who got that third-period game-winning goal and his 400th point in his career. Jordan Bennington, and of course, Coach Craig Berube. Uh, it's always fun scoring here. Uh, a lot of guys from the area, a lot of family in the area. It's nice to leave a bunch of smiles here. How about Jordan playing for Mine's the first out. time here too? Yeah, a lot of pressure, obviously, come home, right? But uh, uh, you guys have written about 50 stories on it, but ice in his veins, right? Nothing really seems to bother him, so tonight's no different. How nice a pass was that from uh, yeah, David to set you up? That's or? a good play. I mean, we had a play right before that. We tried to do the same thing, and um, we kind of draw that face off up uh, before we went out there, so it finally worked. Tight angle, how'd you, how'd you squeeze that through? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, did you say this was, you thought this was your first goal here? Maybe, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, we have success. We play we play well when we come here. I think obviously it's a fun place to play, right? There's a lot of energy in the crowd, um, a lot of energy coming in. So uh, again, it's always fun getting getting a win here. As a Toronto guy, do you get more yeah, fired up? I mean, and you know, a lot of people, whether or not they, uh, you know, Gunny's played here, Steiner, Bozy, a lot of connections here, right? A lot of people got friends and family here, so uh, it's a fun place to play. That's seventh straight against the Leafs, eh? That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How difficult is it for? Your- the forward to defend you when you sneak down that low. Well, like, are they un- unsuspecting? Yeah, because we're trying to play with a lot more movement. Thought we did that in the second half of the year. Uh, Chief brought that in. We're moving a lot more in the blue line. We got D that can make plays and forwards too. So um, it's frustrating. It's even tough for the D when that opposing D is coming yeah. in. So the more movement we have, the better we are. Uh, you know, the boys have been battling for all three games we played so far, and that was another good uh, comeback victory. And. You know, it's a good hockey team over there, so it uh, felt good to get the win. How uh, how special will it be to look back on this? You know, your first game here, pretty memorable night. Yeah, it was it was good, and you know, they're they're a highly offensive team that gets some chances, and uh, you know, both teams had some good chances, and, and that Anderson played well too. So, kind of a fun atmosphere, and um, you know, happy to be playing in front of this this uh, my fan base here, and. Um, just yeah, it was a good outcome. That was what you imagined, maybe coming in. Yeah, sure. Alex Petrangelo just said you guys have written the story a thousand times. He's just got ice in his veins. Does it ever get old hearing that? Teams? No, it's. I like that quote. It's a good one. How did you reset to after they scored twice in 24 seconds to take the lead there? I kind of laughed to myself that they can they can come so fast and they got so much skill and um, we just have to stay composed and, and keep working and that's exactly what we did and. I uh, got one before the end of the second, which was huge, and uh, kind of gave us some momentum going into the third. What was it like skating out as a star in the arena that you used to watch NHL games in? Yeah, it was cool. You know, saw a couple of my buddies in the stands, and uh, you know, they're pretty excited. I'm going to go see him now, and uh, it, it was pretty special. 
What makes their style of, of attack different than other teams, do you think? I think they just have so much skill and it just keeps coming and they're quick and um, they move the puck and they want to go, go forward and, um, you know, it's probably fun to play in that system, but, uh, you know, we, we handled it and um, both teams played well, like I said, and I'm happy we came out on top. You guys have been strong all year of three games in, in the third period, haven't given up a goal. Uh, what, what can you attribute that to? Other yeah, than bring that up, eh? Strong, <laughs> strong goaltending. No, we just battle, and you know, in the last minute there, when uh, we have a one goal lead, it's it's special. It's just a war zone. The boys are just laying it all on the line and um, just competing till the buzzer. And uh, you know, it's been going well so far. What can you say about the Bennington's play first uh, game in this building, his hometown? Yeah, he did. He did played great. Um, you know, like I said, the first period, you know, they got <clears throat> that power play and made some good saves and made some real good saves after that you know they got momentum from that and I thought that uh, they were the better team um, in that first period after that power play and uh, you know they're a good team they're going to get chances and um, you know he, he did a good job. Is it designed to have Alex sneak down low and get open for that that opportunity in which he scored the goal like is, is it harder for the the defensive well, we team. Activate our D a lot, you know. We activate our D a lot on the rush or end zone, so uh, it's just part of everything that we do. They score those two goals in 24 seconds, but you, you guys uh, 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 didn't crack at all. Is that maybe a, a product of what you went through last year? Well, I think yeah. You go through uh, things, stretches of, you know, we went through stretches last year where we had to learn uh, to deal with things and be mentally tough. And I find our team has, uh, you know, learned to deal with that, and they're a lot better now, and they're, they're suited a lot better for, you know, tough situations that occur. A big win for the Blues in Toronto over a very talented team, a team with a lot of firepower, a team with a pretty good goaltender, and Anderson. And the Blues, in my mind so far this year, have looked very good. Yeah, there are mistakes, but they haven't been major mistakes. The Blues are playing as a team. And it looks like we're going to have another great year. Yeah, they probably should have won that game against the Capitals, but there were some times within that game where they just didn't look like they were there. The Capitals looked a little bit faster than them. But out of the first three games, I'll take a 2 and one record anytime. They're going to be playing the Senators coming up on Thursday night. And that game's probably going to be tougher than you guys think. I think the Senators are going to be a much better team this year. Are they going to make the playoffs? Probably not. They're going to be one of those teams on the fringe, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. We're going to get to see Kachuk and Thomas. You know, they lived together in Keith Kachuk's house for a long time, and Thomas was living as of recently at uh, Kachuk's old house with Keith. I'm not sure if he's still doing that, but that should be a fun and exciting game. I believe it's at 6.30 our time on Thursday. Don't miss that game. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. To get more of the Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. 
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.